Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. He says, let's observe all protocols like social distancing, hand washing and use of sanitizers, food and other distributions through faith-based organizations uh, would include all what? Okay, that's not too clear. But it's come, you say, regards to Honorable MP and Minister Mavis Howard-Kumsen. Thanks so much for a test message. This is our wrap-up on today's edition. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA USLRC. Of Sunday Edition. My name is Maxwell Ababa. Catch you. Bye bye. UMB was established in 1972 as the premier bank for the corporate and private sector in Ghana. From our very beginning, as the only Ghanaian bank serving all categories of businesses, we set a standard for excellence and innovation over the past 45 years. We've built a financially healthy and strong bank, demonstrated our commitment to our customers and to growing businesses, and exhibited originality and innovation at every turn. At UMB, our focus is built around people, service, products, and technology. These are the key to our present success and our future triumphs. At UMB, we're poised to make a difference not only with our customers, but also in the banking industry. We invite you to share in our future. Our future starts now with you. How do you intend to sustain yourself when you retire? My children will take care of me when I'm retired. (laughs) I am a professional. I can work till 80. (laughs) Some people leave their retirement to chance. How are you planning yours? Your attitude today can help you avoid struggling to survive when you retire. With 50 Ghana City's monthly investment in the Axis Pension Plan, you can accumulate 700,000 Ghana cities in 30 years. This investment will guarantee you retirement income that far exceeds your current income. Visit www.axispension.com to sign up or call 0302-543-287 or 0544-321-966 for details. Axis Pension Trust, your reliable partner in pensions. 
It's your day off when you end up looking after the baby while your wife goes off to work. You realize you have no idea how to change a diaper. So, you you call your wife. Hello, darling. Yeah, hello. Hello. Ojo, is everything all right? Everything is all right. I'm not seeing Tofu. How do I change a baby's diaper, please? Ojo. Ojo. Okay, first, put the diaper. The video call freezes. <laughs> While you wait for the internet to catch up, the baby sprouts a fountain and wets the diaper. As you are getting a new one, your wife comes back online. Kojo, no. Why did you leave a baby alone on the bed? But I had to go and get a new diaper. What must I do next? I beg, quick, 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 quick. Open quick. the front of the diaper. It's the side that has... Wow, look. Eh? The video freezes again. Abba. By now, you know where the conversation is going. There's no buffering in real life. So why accept it from your internet connection? Get connected and experience ultra-fast internet to your home, powered by MTN Fiber Broadband. We day for you everywhere you go. Welcome to Joy 99.7 FM and tonight's Easter Sunday edition of Springboard, your virtual university. Thank you for joining us on your favorite leadership and personal development show. This is the platform where your personal value is enriched on a weekly basis. It's also the place to find some useful business, career, finance, talent, and leadership development education, especially for the interesting times in which we live. Springboard is brought to you by Legacy and Legacy and your superstition, Joy 99.7 FM. The broadcast is made possible by the Ken Ketsi of a strong team of leading brands committed to the development of Ghana's human capital. Springboard would like to say a big thank you to these companies for being such a strong source of support. MTN, MTN Pulse, just be the enterprise group, enterprise your advantage. UMB Bank, Speed Up, Digibank, Let's Go, and the Access Pension Trust, your reliable partner in pensions. A special thank you to our print media partner, The Graphic Business. 
Thank you to you also for joining us on Joy 99.7 FM. We are not streaming on Facebook Live for obvious reasons. 12 years ago, it was not a consideration to stream a program like Springboard. But hey, we've come a long way. But your loved ones outside the jurisdiction of radio can listen to crystal clear sound via myjoyonline.com. My name is Albert Okran. I'm doing this with the support of the virtual academic board comp comprising Comfort, Matthew, Presla, David, Amos, Jojo, and Emmanuel. What a blessing to be alive, and this has been an amazing week for me. A mixed bag, I must say, in some respects. On the sad side, I heard about the loss of someone I deeply respect to COVID-19. But on the brighter side of life, I really enjoyed Easter in lockdown, especially on Saturday morning with Pastor Mensaltable, with the whole family, Holy Saturday, listening to the power of the cross, the blessing of Abraham, and then Christ having redeemed us from the curse of the law. Absolutely incredible teaching. That was my high point of the Easter. Comfort, let's find out from you. What, what was Easter in lockdown like for you? Easter in lockdown was very great. I think for me, my personal highlight was the fact that I was able to complete an online personal development course and um, having been able to discipline, I mean, myself to go through it day after day, completing the course was, was, was really great. On the, other, on the other side, the flip side of, 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 of uh, what was the law, um, I had somebody who was not feeling well, um, somebody that we dearly love. And immediately I had okay, so I said, let's let's get the children, let's go and visit her. And then you reminded me quite gently that um, it's not possible. Social, it is actually better. Distancing. It's actually better for us not to go and visit her. Yeah. I mean, better for her. And I mean, because we, we could be the ones who could put her in, in, in um, at risk. At risk. And right. it's really brought home stay to me. Stay at home, stay at home. That's really the way. brought home to me that indeed um, these are not ordinary times. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you can be with family members who need your support in critical moments. All right. So in the past couple of weeks, you've shared about the A to Z of preparing for the future. And then we had reinvent how to seize the initiative in today's highly digitized world. The main idea has been to share some ideas about how to appreciate the era in which we are living. As Comfort Riley said, these are extraordinary times. And even more importantly, how to make some gains. He just finished an online course. <laughs> and if you spend that same time doing nothing, time would pass by and you probably would be like the people of Je in Jeremiah who said the summer is gone, um, the winter has come and we are not saved. It, it's possible sometimes to just be so disconnected from what is going on that you will not optimize the gains. So if you missed these two sessions, you can find them on the Springboard Zone podcast on iOS or Android and you can follow everything that you've missed and catch up and make sure you are on the go with us. Well, I also enjoyed the interaction that accompanied these broadcasts on social media as people debated at various points. Today, I, we dip into the Springboard archives and go 12 years back, 12 years, to bring you an amazing classic that will be worth every single minute you spend listening. Now, before that we want to encourage you to download the MTN Pulse app, the UMB Speed app, and the Enterprise Advantage app. These are compulsory apps for every Springboard alumnus. Once you're on this platform, you must have these three apps and benefit from them on a weekly, daily, continuous basis.
Right. One of our favorite springboard interviews of all time was with the Archbishop Charles Gabriel Palmer Buckle. By popular request tonight to bring you our very first interaction with him in 2008 under the series Legends of Our Time. In that no-holds-barred discussion, the Archbishop spoke about leadership attributes, food, people, politics, morality, ethics, music, his diverse heritage. Where does the man come from? His love for singing, guess what, country music, and then dancing to traditional music. Very engaging conversation, I must say. He also gave three professions he would have gone into if he hadn't been a priest. That was extremely interesting and revealing. Many of you have been predicting since yesterday on Facebook what these three will be or could have been and the debate continues even now. You can try it and let's see what your prediction will be. But today, we still want someone to enjoy a wow moment. So in his concluding remarks to the nation, the Archbishop will mention five things we must do as peacemakers. Peacemakers. Five words, five things you must do. The first four people to write all five things you must do, the five words, on the official Facebook page, Springboard Your Virtual University. You can write on any, any page, but the official one for this wow moment is Springboard Your Virtual University. Go to that Facebook page, like it or subscribe to it, and get ready. The first four people to write correctly the five things you must do as peacemakers will get 50 Ghana CDs of airtime from MTN loaded onto your phone by 9 p.m. tonight. And you're, you'll be informed on the same page that you have won. And it will be very transparent because once you write and you've won, you will know you've won. So, Ketsy of MTN will be smiling tonight as you stay connected in this lockdown season digitally with your friends and loved ones. So, let's cross over as we bring you leadership in the 21st century with the Archbishop Charles Gabriel Palbuckle alias Ni Ubobisa. Please don't go away. Archbishop Charles Palmbuckle, thank you for coming. Welcome to Springboard. The pleasure is mine. Good to see you. Overwhelmed. <laughs> Our discussion today shall focus on the concept of leadership, the challenges and opportunities of the 21st century, and the kind of leader our world, our nation, the home, as well as our institutions need. In the process, we also hope to touch on nationhood and patriotism and how we must relate to them in order to get the very best out of ourselves. I know these are subjects you are very passionate about, but for the benefit of our listeners, let's start by telling us a bit about yourself. What do I say about myself? I remember at a very early age, I just wanted to be a priest for, for reasons I am yet to understand. It just fascinated me and I told my father and... Uh, he sent me to the seminary at the age of 13 to train to become a priest and uh, I went through it, you know, and uh, I was ordained at 26, fairly young, and I've been a priest ever since. As you were saying, I spent most of my time teaching and working with the young people. They fascinate me very much. They inspire me a lot. If I am what I am, I think... I owe it a lot to the young people who challenged me. Some who did not believe I could make it. Some who have been asking questions and I don't think I have made it yet. And I also owe it to um, my parents, definitely. 
I think the only ones who believed that I could become a priest when I said I wanted to become a priest at the age of eight. Um, and they encouraged me, my brothers and sisters. I come from a very small family okay. of 12 children. Wow. Very small. <laughs> <laughs> then I have a whole lot of friends um, who've accepted me always for who I am, you know, uh, and uh, have added on to making me what I am. So that's all I can say. I am, I am not really a self-made man. I've been made by other people. Typical words from a great leader. Uh, Let me ask you. <laughs> along the line, you did some journalistic work, I, I, I believe. I've always loved writing. Yes. And I used to contribute to newspapers here and there. And I did contribute to the Standard at yes. a point in time. And um, I think when the going got rough, they needed somebody's head on the chopping block. So I put mine on the chopping block wow. for the sake of the, the church that I believed in and for the sake of the country that... I've always loved that's my only heritage and portion. We'll talk about country, we'll talk about heritage as you go along, but let's talk a little bit more about your likes. You've mentioned um, you like children, and we're fortunate to find that out. So, But we also want to know about things like music, the arts, um, reading, of course, you mentioned writing, and then maybe even food on days when you're not fasting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I fast very much. Um, <laughs> I, I love music very much. Yes. I sing quite a lot. Mm. Um, I play the guitar. Mm. I did play the drums when I was in the seminary. We even had a, a seminary band called The Incredibles. Wow. And we named it Incredibles because people could not believe that people who were training seminarians to become priests could have a pop band. And we sang from, you know, James Brown... <laughs> Right through to, you know, Wilson Pickett really? in those days. Uh, I sang quite a lot of, uh, you know, Kenny Rogers. Um, I still sing a lot of these very popular pieces, you know, uh, of our modern singers. I, 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 I love singing. You just might be in for a big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I love dancing. Mm. Something that many people don't believe, you know. No, I love every form of dancing from... A classical through traditional to to church music mm. <laughs> i have been very fortunate as you said at the beginning my mother is in zima you know i was born in Aksim, so technically i am in zima my father was ga born right under the castle near osu you know and um part of his family um hailed from Makropong. that's why one of my names is nano bobisa I will add it to my it is from Abuasa <laughs> in uh, Akropong, you know, and I know where it comes from because I have traced it all the way to that place. My grandfather had relations in Frankadua uh, across the Volta mm. and in Potoagotime. I'm going to go to Potoagotime to look for the people there. Recently, tracing some of our family background, that's the Buckles, we found out that the Akropong wing which we call, you know, from Abuasa, are considered in Akropong, as they call them, Akropong Funa Wufi Abakrampana. Mm. So it means they are from Abakrampa. That's close to my hometown. Get I home. have been to Abakrampa, I've been to the royal house to go and trace who my great-great-grandmother was. She was called Amponsa from Abakrampa. So um, I love the fact that I'm a perfect Southern Ghanaian. <laughs> then I grew up in Kumasi with my father. In the 50s, 
you know so uh, I picked up tree very well and um, grew up in Kofridwa where I went to school so I speak the Achim grabbing trees you know with ease Bishop going on to our leadership topic for today who is a leader I have actually been thinking very much about who is a leader mm-hmm. and maybe this is where my professional bias comes in as a church man. Mm-hmm. I think Jesus gives me the answer when he says, I am the good shepherd yeah. and goes on to say that the good shepherd is one who knows his sheep. So he says, I know my sheep and mine know me. So a good leader, I think, must be first and foremost somebody who knows those he or she is leading. Mm-hmm. And it's not just ordinary knowledge, but knows them by name and knows their weaknesses and their strengths. I think that is what to know means. And then Jesus goes on to say, I lay down my life for my sheep. Mm. I think it is required of any leader To be so committed to the purpose for which he or she is leading the people that he or she is ready to to die for the good of the cause and for the good of the people he or she is leading. And I think the third quality I might add is that a leader must be somebody who has the ability to keep the strong and the weak together and to move in unison with them you know so maybe coming from my professional bias as a man of religion Jesus gives me one of the figures of a leader and I think Moses Mm. definitely in the Old Testament was a leader according to the heart of uh, Jesus Christ you know so you you mentioned three clear attributes Mm -hmm. a shepherd must know the sheep and the sheep must also know the leader. Definitely. You mentioned that there must be commitment and a willingness to die for the cause. I believe so. And thirdly, there must be an ability to keep the strong and the weak together. Would you call these some of the three key attributes a leader must have? I would consider them the three key attributes. The others come in as the person's own uh, art of wielding these three qualities together, together to the benefit of that which he or she wants to attain that he or she wants those he or she is leading to attain with him and also um, the ability as and when challenges and obstacles come by to be able to negotiate them without losing focus without losing the following of the sheep and without losing also you know um the, the the sense of commitment to what the person wants to do and achieve. Will that be? Will these um, attributes be the same in the corporate world, in political leadership, in the family, and in ministry? Will these three attributes hold sway in all these areas? You have definitely touched something that is very crucial. I believe very strongly that leadership begins already in the family. Mm-hmm. The family requires a leader. The father of a family must be a leader. The mother of a family must be a leader. And even the children within the family have leadership to train to. 
So I believe that even in the family, we need leaders. And we need leadership training. In fact, maybe the family is already the bedrock of leadership training. I believe that in any society, corporate society, or just a loose coming together of friends and the rest, leadership must also be exercised over there. A type of leadership. Then I believe definitely when you're dealing with politics, and if politics means the art of bringing people together to attain the well-being that they really want, and at the same time, bringing them further to even what they themselves may not know they need. I think um, this type of leadership that Jesus enunciated is needed Everywhere. in various aspects of life. Wow. And would you say that, um, that would, you, would you call them timeless? Because you, you mentioned Moses, you mentioned Jesus, and you've mentioned today, the context of our lives today. Are these principles timeless in their relevance? I believe they are very, very timeless. Even though if you go through the various epochs of life, they've taken on one or the other configuration. They definitely are timeless. Okay. Um, today when you're talking about you know, uh, corporate leadership, they talk about the principle of subsidiarity, the yes. principle of you know, reciprocity, the principle of uh, uh, solidarity, um, the pl- a whole lot of these, yeah. uh, you know. It's only, they are putting into words that are today understandable what I believe was there already. Look at the principle of subsidiarity, which means the leader must not do everything himself yes. or herself. Just take Moses. Yes. He was sitting judging the whole tribe of Israel himself until his uh, father-in-law yeah. came to him and said, look, you are killing yourself. Just select people, 70 of them, and entrust that responsibility to them. Think of it. Jethro was not one of the chosen people. Yeah. But God used him to advise Moses on a simple you know, tenet of uh, leadership. Otherwise, he was wearing himself totally out. You see the point? And then you have the case where Jesus, you know, chooses 12 most awkward people and puts them together. Mm-hmm. And he gives them the simplest law. And that is, whoever wants to be first among you must be your servant. Mm. So he teaches them that a leader in a corporate organization, organization must be ready to go down to the bottom and serve even the least. Mm. And I believe that if you have a, a manager, a chief executive, you have a president who is accessible to the lowest person in his office, who is friendly to his driver, who is concerned about the messenger, you are sure that that is a good leader. So, um, as I said, the qualities are timeless. It's only the, the, the way we call them these days that make them rather very if I'm not using a funny word, bombastic. So. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure the young people listening to you will be very excited about your choice of words. <laughs> Talking leadership redefined and our first topic and the, in this series is leadership in the 21st century and we're hanging out with Archbishop Charles Palmer Buckle. I would like to ask Bishop that do we have any particular challenges in this present 21st century that may pose to someone who is trying to be a leader or someone or a leader? We definitely have to admit that the 21st century is very unique. The word globalization 
in all its um, array or gamut is that which is the biggest challenge because it is both positive and, and negative. negative. Yeah. You know, where anything that happens here in Ghana mm -hmm. has repercussions in many other parts of the world, even more than we know. Look at the meltdown in, on Wall Street and the yeah. repercussions it's had in Asia, it's had in Europe. I would like to believe it's happened here. Yeah. So these are some of the positive things that virtually everything is right in your face. And, and what makes it more frightening is that those who know how to take opportunity mm. of these chances are the ones who are making big, gigantic strides of development and the rest are being left behind. And sadly enough, sometimes they are being exploited. That is where I get worried because uh, globalization without a face tends to think of only the maximization of power and profit and pleasure at the expense of the most important component of globalization. That is the human person, human resource, and his or her human dignity that cannot and should not be negotiated. It's inalienable. Therefore, how can we respond to these challenges? How can we exercise ourselves such that we exhibit leadership in wherever we are? In fact, in the global world now, we need a serious global moral and ethical leadership. Wow. Where a decision can be made that this is not good for human consumption simply because it is not good and can be tackled immediately. So there is the need for a serious global, ethical, and moral leadership. That is the first thing. I believe that our own countries, especially those of us who come from these very small countries where we are no powers as such, we need a leadership that will also be very conscious of the fact that whereas we are looking forward to becoming, you know, players in the global world, they should not just allow us to be exposed to anything that comes from the global world that may not be, you know, um, um, good for us, you know. Okay. Good for us because we are either not prepared for it, good for us because it, it can be used to exploit us, good for us because, uh, you know, um, um, call it this way, um, we, we can become the toys in the hands of very big powers and multinational concerns who, who, who have lost sometimes their sense of uh, you know, moral judgment you know, when you become a bishop you, are, you choose a coat of arms from the scriptures that becomes more or less um, um, what you want to live your life mm. by mm. when I was asked to come to Accra in March 2005 looking at Accra a cosmopolitan area with all the Ghanaian tribes here. Looking at Accra, uh, inter-religious, you know, um, complexity. With all religions here, and everyone has a right and a role here to play. Looking at Accra, with all the political complexity that it offers. The social, various social strata that we have here and there. Sort of it. You know, I, I sat, prayed, and I said to myself, I would choose, you know, from uh, St. Paul's letter to the... Corinthians, I think is it First uh, Corinthians chapter nine, verse twenty-two, where Saint Paul says, "I make myself all, all things, things to all men, in order to win some 
for Christ. Fantastic. And I chose it as my motto. So it's in Latin. Omnibus omnia factus sum. You know, it, it, it encapsulates it. And it is true. This is what I'm trying to live by. Wow. To make myself all things to all men, all peoples, all tribes, all political parties, all, uh, you know, cultural peoples, you know, different ages and the rest. Because I like people. Mm. In fact, my hobby is collecting people. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this music no. is very unique. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. And we were fortunate, as we say, we found out about your likes, and we found out that you like children, you like young people. And so we hit the road and spoke to young people to find out their understanding about leadership. And you made a very important point when you're talking about globalization, the fact that young people even know about leadership as it's being practiced all over the world. And you will find some of the insights very amazing because it speaks to the subject you just mentioned. Let's hear what the young people have to say. A leader is someone who leads people into doing things the right way or the wrong way. A leader is somebody who is disciplined. A leader must be somebody who doesn't drink and a leader must be motivational. A good leader, like somebody in the company, is he's always giving. He's not spoiled. He's not furious all the time. He helps people. He understands that there's problems. And he helps his company grow by doing all those things. And a good leader is always, like, let's say Barack Obama. He's not American and he's a Kenyan. And his father is Kenyan, his mother is American. But he's still, he's still trying to lead America to a proper and peaceful place. That's, that's how leaders should be. They should be giving kind, um, prosperous. They should know the law. They should know their history. They shouldn't make up things. And when it's time for a leader to step down or to start consulting or to give up, uh, not to give up, like, to, his time is over, he should do it. He shouldn't be like um, um, Mungabe and all those people who have corrupted their African countries and their other countries. Let's say President Bush sending um, things to, sending guns and things to Iraq. Instead of using that money to build schools and things for the for his country, he has bankrupt America because of his selfishness. Leadership is when one is chosen to control a group of people. Being trusted by them, being a leader for a country, if you fight for your country, becomes earlier to job before everybody. He has a lot of inspiration in the job. If he's your leader and you mistreat him, one day you need him. And you too, when you need him, he won't be there for you. So treat your leader very good. Wow. And if you're impressed with these children, we spoke to them from the Soul Clinic International, St. Paul's Lutheran School, and the Ring Road East Primary School in the Kanda cluster of schools. Archbishop, are you surprised? Ten-year-olds. I am not. Children speak the truth, nothing but the truth. And they've told it. They told us what they expect of us. They don't they don't, you know, sweeten it up and uh, they don't uh, no they they are frank and honest. And I believe that when you hear children, um it, you should immediately stop and think. If even you think somebody must have told them or something of the sort, it is up to you to make good use of the critical assessment they are making. And um, I admire the kids for that. They touched on their own 
list of things that they expect from the leader and they mentioned leading people in the right way with discipline and how, how critical is that one as a leadership attribute it definitely is important a leader cannot be perfect but the leader must be somebody who is seen striving after perfection hmm. he or she must be somebody who is working hard at virtue to acquire it so that he or she can be an example of how difficult it is but at the same time go along with the people whom he or she is leading you see so i believe that is it discipline is definitely important mm. i i always say that we need first and foremost to accept being disciplined in the beginning like children from loving parents we acquire it through the spirit of obedience yeah. until gradually it becomes self-discipline so that you are propelled from within you are no more propelled from without because there is a cane or there is a toffee or there is a policeman or something of the sort you just do it naturally because it is good and in discipline what also comes hand in hand with it is that it helps you also to to begin to look at the fact that your freedom should stop where somebody else's rights begin mm -hmm. you know so um discipline also leads you into being able to accept the fact that the world is not yours alone mm -hmm. and that it is for all of us and that together we can do better so um the kids have mentioned it you know there is more to discipline unfortunately than many people often think it is mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Archbishop, let's hone in on your favorite subject, Ghana. It's not my favorite subject only. It is my only heritage from God. Who's a Ghanaian? And I don't want to trade it in for anything. Who is a Ghanaian? Maybe to put it negatively, the Ghanaian is a person who is so blessed in many, many, many ways. And unfortunately, it's so... Um, blind to what his or her gifts from God are and have been to date. When you travel out of this country and people meet you and you say you are Ghanaian, they, they make you understand that there is something unique about you, something special about you that you don't even know. Mm. I mean, as at now, do you know how many countries are looking up to Ghana for us to do the best we can and it's just to tell you what expectation they have of us you know when you go to conferences as a Ghanaian and you stand up and you speak they are amazed at your English they are amazed at your erudition they are amazed at the wisdom that you can you know really bring forth and the rest of it how many Ghanaians have not been giving all sorts of positions around the place I don't see other countries have not been given they have also been given but what I want is that the Ghanaian should be a person who knows and appreciates what he or she has as blessings. We've been a very blessed nation and we must thank God for it. And we must work harder to make it a paradise for all of us. You see, the name Ghana mm -hmm. from Arabic actually means land of gold. It has the same origin as the word gold. Guinea. Mm -hmm. That's where they are, you know, it comes from. And because of the gold that was found in and around this area 
beginning from way up beyond Mali and the rest yeah. of where the old Ghana Empire was. That is where the name Ghana came from, which Kwame Nkrumah chose to call this country. Ghana is a land that is blessed. Blessed in its people, mm -hmm. blessed in mineral resources mm -hmm. and natural resources, blessed also in its spiritual depth resources. And historically, we've been through 51 years of a very eventful period. And when we look back, we can only thank God for the blessings that we have received today. So the Ghanaian is just a person who is blessed. That's all I can say. So your summary is blessed but blind. Sadly so. Sadly so. So as a, as a minister, normally, when, when you talk about the blind, you talk about the opening of the eyes. Um, how can the eyes of Ghanaians be opened to this blessing? I would wish we don't sit and only compare ourselves with the good sides of Europe and America. As if some of those good sides are not found here. Because there are many, many, many good things here in this country. You see, um, there are good countries, there are good things everywhere. But what the Ghanaian needs to know is that this is my heritage. The Lord God created Ghana and he saw it was very good and put me here. And the Lord God put me here because he saw I was also good. Yeah. And therefore, if the Lord has entrusted so much to me as a Ghanaian, then I think it is a charge that the Lord God has given me mm. to make what I have Depend. into the best yeah. for myself because that is what is mine, not anything else anywhere. Wow. So what would you call our greatest asset as a nation? The Ghanaian people. Mm. The Ghanaian people for me are our greatest wealth, riches. I won't call it just human resource because then it looks like you are only looking at quantities. Mm. I am looking at the Ghanaian person as quality. You know, let me say this. I was telling you, I feel very proud to be a totally mixed Really? Southern Ghana. Absolutely. I have sat in my studies. I did in my academic work to, in anthropology. I've looked at almost all the tribes of Ghana, and all the tribes of Ghana are very mixed up. Yeah. Very interrelated. And centuries before now, the tribes even had embassies to various places. The, the Avis had people who were the ambassadors in the Asantehines, um, what do you call it? Courtyard. Courtyard. And likewise, the Asantehines courtyard had emissaries in, you know, in Everland. They had also emissaries up in the north, among the Dagomba, among the Mamprusi and the rest of it. The, the Enzimas, for instance, they call them Enzima Kotoko. And we have Asante Kotoko. It's the same Kotoko. Mm. Just to say how much they are related. If I'm not mistaken, there is even a Nakotoko to tell you the interrelationship. Um, take it any of the tribes. You know, we are so mixed up. We are so related that we can say sincerely we are brothers and sisters in this country. And that is one of the wealth that I think we will do very well to treasure. I, I don't think I'll be worried about somebody saying he's a pure... Uh, from this tribe or from that tribe or from that tribe. I would not be worried. 
But the fact that you are from that tribe or that tribe should not blind you to the beauty of other tribes, to the culture of other tribes. And when you are open to these tribes, believe it or not, you become very much so uh, a fine, you know, hybrid. When you think about Ghana, in your mind's eye, where do you see Ghana 20 years from now? Oh God, why do I see Ghana 20 years from now? Um, If I should use the terminologies that are being used, I expect us not only to be a middle income uh, nation, we should go beyond middle income. Okay. You know, and not only is the income that is for me most important, because unfortunately, uh, thanks to the Adam Smith theory uh, of, of economics, everything gets measured development is measured only in terms of economics. I think that form of measure is even gradually growing bankrupt now. I mean, if you look at what is happening in the Western economic system and the rest of it. So there is the need for a certain form of paradigm where the human person and the human society should not only be measured by how much it has in terms of material well-being and the rest of it, but by how much humanity it has developed and evolved to be able to to accommodate even the most abject poverty through a sense of sharing mm. solidarity through a sense of participation through a sense of compassion and the rest of it i think we've developed the outside of the human person in 20 years now i expect to see a certain development that should take into consideration developing the inner person. Wow. And that is where I believe churches, religious bodies must really rise up to that type of development that will be very crucial. But it is already starting. Mm. You know, um, There are very few people who have courage sometimes to stand out and say, look, 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 look. There is more to just a human being than how much money he or she has in his or her pocket. Absolutely. And more than what, you know, a cell phone or, you know, what do you call it, a TV or a Porsche car, you know. How would you describe your own leadership style? How would I... De- you know, when, when people think I'm a leader, sometimes I'm overwhelmed. I've told you I think that I, I love people. Yes. And people are my hobby. And so I, I love to stop by with anybody... Who, who, who stops me to talk to the person, to listen to the person, to see what I can do for the person. And um, I have realized that when you do that, people are also very ready and willing to give you the benefit of their, you know, their knowledge, to give you their, they, 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 they throw their assets into your way. And together, we are, both of us are enriched yeah. and we can move a step forward. You understand? So, um, it, it's not been easy, but... Um, I don't, I've never felt daunted because, I, I must be honest with you, I believe I'm one of the most spoiled persons on earth. <laughs> God has spoiled me so much because anywhere I've been to, I've met people who are so beautiful, so friendly, so nice, ready to offer me anything that I have asked for, you know. And so what I have tried to do is, when they offer me, I give it to somebody else also who needs it because I really don't need what they offer me. But what they offer me, which I need most, is their smiles, mm-hmm. their joys, their tears also, because they make me weep. I, I, I easily weep when I see people suffering, people who are in pain. And I wish about we could do something During the for NRC them. period, there was one yeah. very significant moment that yeah. caught the attention of Ghanaians <laughs> when you went to watch somebody who was 
so much in so much in so much pain mm, i remember yes. did that come to you naturally um i i think my tears are not too far away myself <laughs> so i would say it came very naturally you know but um at the national reconciliation commission one of the tasks that i realized was ours was to empathize with the sufferings of ghana people who said they had suffered listen to them irrespective of in quotes whether they were telling the full truth or not yeah. the person is telling me i have been hurt i've been hurt by the country i've been hurt by various things that have happened to me and the rest of it mine is to listen and to empathize and having empathized with the person now to help the person step out of that sense of self-pity of woundedness and you know hurt and to see whether the person can stand on his or her own feet in a more dignified manner and start doing something better and i believe that we've met we've seen so many people who have come out to say because of the way you shared and participated in our pain not only me the members of the national reconciliation commission outside the tv cameras because of the way we shared with them their pain and their suffering many left the place happy and ready to do something for themselves once in a while i run into somebody who says bishop i did not get anything by way of compensation but just the fact that you listen to me just the fact that the national reconciliation commission gave me a chance to talk to Ghanaians and to tell them how i felt how hurt i was i am going on with my life and i feel far better a burden has been lifted off my shoulders wow. That's so great. this is for me what i believe is my my style of leadership you know i've always called myself a clown of god mm. and, uh, i love acting you know you'll be surprised to hear that at one time or the other when i was training to become a priest and uh, and i was asked so if you don't become a priest what would you like to do mm. one of the things i wanted to do was to be an actor if i didn't become a priest either become a lawyer an actor or a diplomat and i think having become a priest i'm doing all three i think so too <laughs> <laughs> archbishop your message to the nation i have been saying something very simple and i'll say it in five small points the caption is happy are the peacemakers for they shall be called the sons and daughters of god that is the caption and therefore i am encouraging every ghanaian politician or the ordinary person on the street to be one a messenger of peace mm. two an architect of peace three a builder of peace four a restorer of peace and five a crusader or an activist of peace i believe that if we would do these five things being messengers of peace wherever people are found being architects that means thinking and trying to bring about peace wherever we are building peace really you know engaging in the work of making peace happen and then restoring peace where it has unfortunately been destroyed because a few places there have been violence we should therefore restore peace and going all out to die so that there might be peace this is what we mean you know so that there will be peace a crusader is somebody who lays down his life to bring peace i believe if we do that ghana will know peace so happy are the peacemakers for they shall be called the sons and daughters of god and they are the sons and daughters of ghana 
Welcome back to Springboard, your virtual investing brought to you by Legacy and Legacy and your superstition, Joy 99.7 FM. We are proudly sponsored by MTN, MTN Pulse, just be the enterprise group, enterprise your advantage, UMB Bank, Speed Up, Digibank, Let's School, and the Access Pension Trust, your reliable partner in pensions. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The Archbishop Palmer Buckle at his very best. Leadership, food, languages, people, politics, morality, music, dancing, and heritage. What was your favorite? The Archbishop mentioned five things you must do as peacemakers in his wrapping up comments. The debate has already started. Let me remind you the first four people to write all five on the official Facebook page, Springboard Your Virtual University will get 50 Ghana CDs worth of airtime loaded on your phones within the next hour by 9 p.m. today. When it's done and you receive it, let the world know that you have received the airtime courtesy of MTN. But let me find out from comfort. You've been listening to this presentation the whole week over and over again during your exercise. It's almost like your exercise music. accompaniment music. <laughs> I suspect that you will have a number of takeouts, but let me give you one. Which one thing really, really stood out for you? For me, what stood out was the fact that leadership is not just being a positional thing, but leadership is something that you do based on how you affect people. And being aware that whatever you do, you affect not both the strong, but the weak as well. And having the time to ensure that those who are less who are less opportunities are able to come along under your leadership was something that was very, I mean, good for me. So right. I really enjoyed right. listening to it. And I, as you said, I'll listen to it over and over again. More Jim, more Jim, mm, more, more Jim. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I like the way you crafted it. He says, a leader must be able to carry the strong and the weak along with you at the same time yeah. and not lose your focus on the big goal. Yeah. There's something about, about the way he presents his thoughts. He speaks extremely well. But for me, I think I love the spread of his heritage. Mm-hmm. He just tried to show you that, listen, I, I could call myself a fanti and a kiapim and ever. A gun. Um, and in all instances, I'll be correct. Yes. So the spread reminded us that, listen, the things that unite us are far more than the things that divide us. So let's not make too much of a fuss about our ethnic group and our exclusive um, <laughs> rights as, as people in our small bracket to be seen as more superior to others. Yeah. We are just one people with yeah. one common destiny. And we need to appreciate each other. For me, that was powerful. Yeah, and I liked it when he talked about the fact that many years ago, the various leaders and uh, of the various ethnic groups had ambassadors. Had ambassadors. Had ambassadors. Was history, it pure was history. Pure history. That is one thing that I love. That's I think that's one of the things I like. I like about it. The fact that you have historical lessons. You have issues about. Um, Social sociology, you have issues about even economics. Different. It was a holistic yeah. um, message. That's what makes this one of our favorites of all time. Yeah. And, and as part of our menu for the virtual university, we'll be bringing you classics. <laughs> Charlie, let me take a start. We'll bring you some of the classics of Springboard the virtual university, so you can just enjoy. Just go back and just enjoy, enjoy the experience. Also, just to remind you that this message has been uploaded on the Springboard Zone podcast. You can download your own copy. Just have your copy on your phone 
your tablet, your device, and listen as often as you like. Just like comfort does when she's doing gym, and just enjoy. Before we go, let's bring Jojo in for the game changer segment on digital transformation. Jojo, take it away. What do you do when COVID nineteen disrupts your DJing tour? Well, if you're Derek Jones, aka DJ D Nice, you take the party online. Tired of the boredom that we're all experiencing. D-Nice decided to play some music on Instagram Live and called it Club Quarantine. At first, only 200 of his friends and followers showed up. But as he continued to DJ online, word got around and the numbers grew. Club Quarantine grew to 2,000 people the next day, then 25,000 two days later. But on the fifth day, it exploded. A mind-blowing 100,000 people logged in, a world record for an Instagram Live video. A roster of celebrities also joined in the online party, including Rihanna, Drake, Oprah, Joe Biden, and even Michelle Obama. This week, our game changer is digital transformation. While he was stuck at home, Jones missed DJing for crowds and uplifting people. But by recreating the experience online, he reached more people than he ever could in person. So what lessons can we take from Dean Nice's experiment? Number one. Digital experiences drive exponential growth. If D-Nice was DJing in a club, he would have been limited by the size of the venue. Instead, his audience grew 500 times bigger in just five days online. Number two, moving online breaks physical barriers. D-Nice was playing for people all around the globe from the comfort of his kitchen. And number three, digital transformation can extend and evolve your physical operations. D-Nice is set to host in-person club quarantine events in different cities after the pandemic subsides. And in case you need further incentive for digital transformation, over 50% of CEOs reported increased revenue following digital improvements. Tim O'Reilly put it best. What new technology does is create new opportunities to do a job that customers want done. Being stuck in quarantine doesn't necessarily mean we can't meet our customers' needs. We can use technology to impact people on an even larger scale. This has been the Game Changer with Jojo Okren. Have a phenomenal week. All right, so that's the Game Changer with Jojo Okren. And as always, very, very timely and very, very apt on digital transformation. So that does it for Springboard, your virtual investors. We join us again for another insightful edition of springboard your virtual investment before you go just a reminder that as part of our lockdown protocols we are adding on just to make sure you don't miss out on any of your experiences so just to remind you that every single morning you can get a back edition of springboard your virtual university or you can get a back edition of the festival of ideas or any of our inspirational broadcasts at seven in the morning on the springboard zone podcast just enjoy and allow it to inspire you as you go through these moments you need more and more of inspirational stuff and less and less of the fear and stress a big thank you to mtn mtn pulse just be the enterprise group enterprise your advantage umb bank speed up dig- los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera pero este comenzará en tu mente ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. 
nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. Bank, let's go and the Access Pension Trust, your reliable partner in pensions for sponsoring us on the virtual university. Thank you to Graphic Business. And on Tuesday, check out the page 18 of the Graphic Business or the digital edition for a full transcription of tonight's message. Also find it on myjoyonline.com. My name is Albert Okran, and on behalf of Team Springboard, comprising Comfort, Matthew, Priscilla, Amos, Emmanuel, David, and Jojo, we say a big thank you to you for spending your day with us on this beautiful Easter Sunday night. This has been Springboard with the Archbishop Palmer Buckle. Till we come your way again next week with another exciting edition. Comfort on we see. God, God bless, bless you. you. God, God bless, bless you. you. And God, God bless, bless you. you. Good night. When you don't have the enterprise advantage app, you're not in control. Yes, and Apple Store now. Here is to 95 years of trust. Enterprise, your advantage. Springboard with Reverend Abed Okran just ended. Um, your favorite program, A Walk with Jesus, will not be on this evening as we cross over to the Joy News Studios for the lockdown with MFA Apau. She's interacting with the General Secretary of the Ghana Medical Association, Dr. Justice Youngson, on the fierce myths and facts of COVID-19. There's one of the structures within the activities being done to contain covid which is made up of, or which is called the risk communication and social mobilization. Mm -hmm. They are doing a lot of the public education. Now for us as a medical association, we have partnered the Ministry of Health and the Ministry of Information to do this kind of education. So right now from the national level, all the way to the regional level, to the district level, we have made resource persons available who are educating people either at the national level, the regional level, the district level. But of course, the communication, the education will have to continue for people to appreciate a lot more of the details as and when they come up. And the more we do it, the more people will also be very appreciative and begin to understand clearly what is happening. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC.